0: He's average boy, he's average boy, he's average
1: boy, look out, he's back, with shoes untied and his ears slicked back,
0: taking life on one day at a time, average boy and Jess bringing the rhyme.
1: Welcome to episode 81 of the official Average Boy Podcast. I'm Jesse, editor of Focus on the Family Clubhouse Magazine.
2: And I'm Bob Smiley, a.k.a. Average Boy, a.k.a. the daring David of the day, determined and driven to deliver deep, dapper, distinguished, divine disciples devoted to discombobulating the devil. Oh, my grandma also
1: calls me sugar britches. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, it sounds like we're getting the high-octane version of you today, uh, sugar britches.
2: <laughs> oh, actually,
1: I'd love to be high-octane. Having eight arms would be so super cool. Uh, Well, um, high-octane has nothing to do with having eight arms. I think you're thinking of the sea animal with the bulging eyes and the eight tentacles. Wait, what? They all
2: have bulging eyes? I, I've only seen one, and I just thought it was really shocked at something. It,
1: it, okay, hang on. What is octane? Oh, uh, well, octane is a chemical compound most often used in conjunction with gasoline. Uh, you know, chemically, octane has many structural isomers, but basically breaks down to a hydrogen and an alpha. Oh, okay, well, okay, I got it, Jesse. So octane is when you bore someone
2: to sleep with chemistry. Uh, okay, hopefully I'm not that. I mean, I,
1: I'm just super excited, and I'm kind of full of energy. <laughs> Oh, well, I should have just said that octane is a measure of how much heat and pressure a fuel can withstand before exploding. And you are definitely exploding with energy. Uh, Why is that? Well, I faced a huge challenge last week, and it turned out super great.
2: I... At first, I was kind of nervous, but I gotta be honest, God was with me all the
1: way. That's awesome! At the beginning of this episode, which already seems like a a long time ago, you called yourself the Daring David of the Day. Are you talking about David from the Bible? Former soccer player David Beckham? Uh, Illusionist David Copperfield? (laughs) Wow Jesse, you know a lot of Daves, I just know the one from the Bible.
2: But you know what? That last Dave that you mentioned probably should see a doctor if he's feeling ill.
1: (laughs) Well, no, actually an illusionist isn't somebody who's sick. But to borrow one of your lines, that's not important right now. So you meant David from the Bible, and that's the best one in my opinion. So... Let's get back to what happened. Oh, okay. It's
2: a great story. Uh, David was just a teenager when he fought a giant named Goliath. And then later he became king and he won a lot of battles. Uh, he also wrote some really no, cool songs. No, 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 no.
1: I, I know about David in the Bible. Uh, you know, his father's name was Jesse, after all. But I don't know what happened to you last week to make you the daring David of the day, determined and driven to deliver deep, dapper, distinguished divine disciples devoted to discombobulating the devil. Okay, wow. You've got a great memory. I I actually wrote down everything you were saying. (laughs) (laughs) I should have known. You do love writing.
2: And I actually do, too. I love a good story as well, so why don't I tell you one? I hope it's the one that happened last week. It is. So, last Christmas, Billy and I... No, I'm just kidding, Jesse. (laughs) Okay. I'm totally focused today. So, let me set the scene for our listeners. There I was, sweat dripping off my forehead, down into my eyes, giving me a salty, blurred view of the destination that lay ahead
1: of me. Ooh, this is really good so far.
2: (laughs) Thanks, I've been working on my suspenseful voice. Anyway, I stumbled a few more steps, dragging my backpack behind me. Uh, The backpack actually left a long trail in the dirt. Like, I was thinking... Oh, I'd be easy to track if anybody was searching for me. The sun, it was glaring, and the clouds had scattered as if someone had actually thrown a cloud party on another planet.
1: Ha, <laughs> nice simile. You know, but uh, maybe you could uh, speed up the story a little bit? Oh, okay, totally. So last week was Bring Your Bible to School Day. It, it's my
2: favorite school holiday. Well, I guess right before Bring Your Favorite Snack for Average Boy Day... <laughs> Which isn't really a day yet, because my principal will not listen to the rest of my
1: pitch. Yeah! Oh, personally, I love Bring Your Bible to School Day. We get a lot of letters from kids who read Clubhouse Magazine and participate in BYB TSD. Uh, that's what we call it at Clubhouse. Oh, wait a minute. Clubhouse? I've never heard of it. What is that? Uh, Bob, you have a story every month in Club? <laughs> wait, wait. You're joking. (laughs) I usually am. Well, kids will write into us sharing their stories about how they had their own adventures on Bring Your Bible to School Day. And there's some great stories. Oh, that's great. You know, and if
2: any of those people ever have their own podcast, maybe I'll hear about it. But Jesse, can we get back to my
1: story? Well, absolutely. So, let's see. You're dragging your backpack somewhere, and I assume you have a Bible in your backpack. Oh, not just any Bible, Jesse. This year, I decided to bring my family Bible. Oh, family Bibles are great. You know, normally these Bibles, they get passed down through generations. You know, it's so cool to to think about the history of a family all reading the same Bible and getting encouragement from the same book.
2: Okay, wait a minute. Is that why they call it a family Bible? Ours is so huge, I thought they called it a family Bible because a family of four can sleep comfortably on top of it.
1: (laughs) Well, so it sounds like you've got a really big Bible.
2: (laughs) Jesse, this Bible's so big, it takes two people to turn the pages.
1: Ah, come on, Bob.
2: Seriously, the maps in the back have a key that says one mile equals one mile
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay so speaking of uh do you know how adam and eve felt when they were expelled from the garden of eden
2: uh no but what does that have to do with my story
1: well if you're gonna tell jokes about how big your bible is i thought maybe i could just throw in uh, Uh, a jesse joke no way
2: no this episode is going so good let's don't ruin it with a you know plus i can't think of the answer Ah, I can't believe we're doing this. Okay, how did Adam and Eve feel when they were expelled from the garden? They were really put out.
1: (laughs) Oh, I really wish somebody would put me out right now. Well, speaking of out, getting back to your story, you were outside your school and you were dragging your giant family Bible in your backpack. Uh, Are we caught back up? Oh, we totally are. Okay, so I was on the school playground. I was looking for
2: someone to read a scripture to, or at least talk to them about the Bible. So I scanned the area, and I saw Sarah and Everly hanging out under a tree. They were actually reading the Bible. I thought that was cool. And I looked around. Jackson was sitting on top of the slide, and I knew there was no way I could haul that giant book up there. And that's when a dark shadow all of a sudden consumed me.
1: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. You were just kind
2: of getting depressed. No, it was an actual real dark shadow blocking out the sun. So I knew it could only be two things. One, a thunderstorm, or two, it could have been Donnie. I was really hoping for the thunderstorm.
1: Ooh, yeah, the story's getting good. Wait a minute, getting good? Jesse, this story is amazing so far. I mean that you and Donnie, you know, you've had some interesting interactions in the past. So for our new listeners, Donnie is sort of a school bully, correct?
2: Yes, except you don't need the sort of part. He is the school bully. Well, at least he always has been in the past. He used to really torment me. Oh, do you remember my first book, Devotions
1: for Super Average Kids? I edited it, so yeah, I remember it pretty well. You know, it took me forever to fix all the spelling mis... Uh, Well, let's just say I remember it. Donnie has been a problem for you for a long time.
2: That's right. But recently I thought we had worked out all our issues, so I looked at him and I said, hey, good morning, Donnie. You know, I was actually hoping he could hear me because he's so tall, I'm never sure if my words float up that high to his ears. And did he hear you? I think so.
1: He looked down at me and he was like, get away, loser. It uh, sounds like you two haven't worked through all your issues just yet.
2: Yeah, I was starting to realize that too. He, he looked mad, so I was ready to make like a like a banana and split. I was going to make like a missile and cruise, like a drum and beat it. Like a like a tire and hit the road. I was gonna make like the Red Sea
1: and park. I was gonna make like uh, a- uh, Ab. Yeah, yeah. I how many more of those do you have? Because I really want to get to the end of the story before this episode becomes like the clock they couldn't keep in jail. Oh, wait, like a clock they couldn't keep in jail. Yeah, the clock was always running out. <laughs> Okay, that was terrible and really funny at the same time. Thanks. So, you were about to make like a tree and leave. Oh, right. So, I took one step toward the seesaws. Uh, Speaking of, what did the Loch Ness Monster say to his long-lost land friend?
2: Oh, no you don't. Okay, if my math is correct, you've already told 27 Jesse jokes today.
1: And, as usual, your math is not correct. But, to save time, let's just continue with your story.
2: I started to walk away when, all of a sudden it hit me. Bob, uh, we don't refer to human beings as it. No, I don't mean Donnie hit me. A realization hit me. Jesse, this was an opportunity. God had actually put Donnie in my path on purpose. Well, actually, Donnie is in everyone's path if he's near you. That kid is huge. However, this was a huge opportunity. It was bring your Bible to school day. I had my Bible. I actually had a Donnie-sized Bible. I had an opportunity to share
1: God's love with the biggest bully in school. Ah, so that's why you called yourself David at the beginning of this episode. You were facing your own giant.
2: That's exactly right. This was an opportunity to share Jesus with someone who really needed it. I I
1: needed a Joshua 1, 9 it. I was wondering if you thought of that verse. You know, I know it's a favorite of ours and a lot of our listeners as well. Yeah, both of them. (laughs) Yeah, uh, both of our listeners. But Joshua chapter 1, verse 9 says... Haven't I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. That's right, and God
2: does that. He is always with us, and I knew He was right there with me at that moment. I, I needed to be strong and courageous. I also, thought of the surfer scripture that says, "Be strong and courageous." Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for
1: the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Uh, I love that verse, but I can't believe I'm actually following your brain. Because by surfer scripture, you mean Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse 6. Yeah, but I think it's actually pronounced Deuteronomy. <laughs> That um, might be right. But I know the Bible talks a lot more about baseball than surfing. Wait a minute, really? How? Well, because uh, Eve stole first, Adam stole second, David struck out Goliath, and Gideon rattled the pitchers, and of course there's the prodigal son who ran home. So in the middle of my story, you're going to tell another Jesse joke. Yeah, but uh, that one shared the Bible, and that's the entire point of Bring Your Bible to School Day.
2: Okay, fair enough. And really, if you think about it, that's really the whole point to life as well, is sharing Jesus. So anyway, I turned around and I said, Hey, Donnie, I'd like to share a scripture with you before I go. Jesse, he got really excited. Uh, Wait, he, he got excited? Yeah, he really did. He grinned and he said... I love scriptures, especially the chocolate ones. (laughs) Wait, so Donnie thought scriptures
1: were a a snack cake?
2: Yeah, or a candy bar. I never actually found out. But I did reach into my backpack and eventually was able to pull out the giant bible. Then Donnie looked and he rolled his eyes when he saw the big book come out of my backpack. Oh, Jesse, you want to know how big Donnie is? Uh, how big? He's so big I could hear
1: his eyes rolling. (laughs) Okay, I don't think that's true, but I'm impressed that you found the courage to share God's Word with someone who wasn't that excited to hear it. Well, like I said, I knew God was with me. Plus, my job... Actually, all of our jobs is to share the truth of God's Word. That's so true. Because every word in the Bible was inspired by God, it has power. Like it says in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 11, My word that comes from my mouth will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish what I please and will prosper in what I send it to do. So, when you share a Bible verse or talk about how God's words help you, God uses that to accomplish His will. Of course, we might not always see the impact of sharing God's truth right away. Oh, that's true. You know, we can't control how it's going
2: to go when we tell others about Jesus. You know, sometimes it goes great, sometimes it goes bad, but you know what? It makes God happy when we share His love with everyone, and I knew I was about to make God happy. And how did it go? I asked Donnie to sit down, you know, so we could look eye to eye. And then with his help, I flipped open the Bible to... Oh, Jesse, you want to guess what scripture? Uh, was it something about a battle? Okay, except for the correct part. Your answer is totally correct. Oh, wait.
1: Did you show him Joshua nine?
2: I did. Now you can add the correct part back in. I read Joshua nine to him. And I got to be honest, I was nervous... So I held my breath, waiting to see what Donnie would do or what he might say. And uh, what did he do? Jesse, he smiled. I couldn't believe it. The only time I've ever seen Donnie smile was when he was eating some other kid's lunch. Uh, what? of uh, Some other kid's lunch? Well, by that, I mean my lunch. But Donnie never smiles. It quickly reminded me of two very important things in life. One, it's important to get over your fears and just share God's word any
1: chance you get. Uh... A- and and what? Uh, what was the other thing? You said it reminded you of two very important things in life. Oh, it also reminded me that it's very
2: important to keep going to the dentist. Donnie's teeth look like he'd been gnawing on a yellow crayon. Yuck!
1: Bob, that's terrible. <laughs> Jesse, you asked. I-, I guess I did, and I've got to stop doing that. Anyway, he smiled, and then what happened?
2: Well, Donnie said, Hey, I'm strong and correct to... I'm that other word you read. And so I told him, I, I was like, that's right, Donnie. God made you big and strong. Some would actually say too strong, but that's not really important right now. God made you and has big plans for your life. And then he said something that I've heard said a lot before. Uh, here's some deodorant. Why don't you try it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, that was funny,
2: but but that's, that's not what he said. Donnie said, I like that scripture. Thing It looks like regular words, but if you call it a scripture, then I guess that's what it is. Anyway, I thought the Bible was full of boring stuff, but that thing you read was really good. That's what Donnie said. And I've heard people say that a lot about the Bible, that it's boring. And when people say it's boring, that just tells me they haven't read it very much.
1: That's true. You know, they've made lots of movies from events that happen in the Bible. It's not boring at all. In fact, it gives us the hope and guidance that we need to make it through every day. So did you and Donnie read any more scriptures? No.
2: After I told Donnie that God wanted him to use his abilities for good and not evil, I really stressed that part. He said he'd try, but then he told me to open up my backpack to see what we were going to have for lunch. Oh, no. Yeah, but you know what, Jesse? I made some baby steps with him, and baby steps are positive steps. You know, even when you're dealing with a giant.
1: Well, you know, I'm proud of you for taking a stand, and I hope this encourages our listeners to be strong and courageous when they have opportunities to share God's word.
2: Oh, speaking of listeners, we got some good messages this week. Do we have time to hear one? Well, we can do that, or I can finish my Loch Ness Monster joke. A listener comment is, okay, here's one from Dylan that actually goes with our topic today. Hi, Average Boy. I want to know if you have ever read the whole Bible, and what did the dog say when business was booming?
1: Business is going through the roof. (laughs) Okay, I'm writing that one down in the Jesse Jokes folder, and I have read the entire Bible. In fact, I've done it a few times, but it's amazing how each time I learn something new.
2: Yeah, I've said this before, but my grandma told me to read the Bible when I'm young and not wait until I'm old and then start reading it like crazy as if I'm trying to cram for a last-minute
1: test. (laughs) You know, I do remember you saying that, and it's actually true. You know, God gave us his word to guide us through life. Right. There's so much wisdom in the Bible.
2: I know some people who read a chapter from Proverbs every single day, you know, because there's
1: 31 chapters. So at the beginning of the next month, They start at the beginning again. Mm, That's a great idea. You know, the key is to get into God's word every day. I know that some kids like to read the New Testament first. You know, the stories of Jesus and the Gospels are amazing. And it's so cool to see how the early church grew and spread around the world. Yeah. And
2: if you start in the Old Testament, you get to hear how God created the entire universe. Then you see how people followed God and messed up as they were trying to follow God. It was really interesting.
1: I can kind of relate to that. (laughs) The point is, if we don't start reading it until later then we're kind of missing out on God's blessings and guidance throughout our life. So don't wait till the end to dive in. Uh, But speaking of the end, uh, guess what? Oh, we're at the end
2: of today's official Average Boy podcast, which is a presentation of Focus on the Family?
1: That's right. And if you haven't heard our other episodes, you can go back and listen to all of them at averageboy.org. At that website, you can also find links to subscribe to Focus on the Family Clubhouse magazine, where you can read a new Adventures of Average Boy story every month. And you can also click on the link to the Focus store to buy Average Boys devotional
2: books, devotions for super average kids, books one and two, or you can get my latest book, Average Boys Above Average Year. You know, all three books are filled with lots of
1: laughs and life-altering advice. Uh, That's because all your books are based on truth from the Bible. And don't forget, you can message us at AverageBoy.org by clicking on the Ask Average Boy link, or you can call and leave us a voice message by clicking on the green box on our homepage and then hitting Send a Voicemail. It's a little telephone icon on the side of the next page. Uh, Just make sure to get your parents' permission before you call. Uh, You can also leave a comment or question that we might use on a future episode. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm Bob. And I'm Jesse telling you long time no see be wait what Well, uh, it's what the Loch Ness Monster says to his long lost land friend <laughs> long time no see really Jesse yeah really and B, super average hey you stole my line
2: but you know what I think people quit listening a long time ago he's average!
0: Adventures in Odyssey has taken generations of children on an exciting journey, all the while sharing biblical principles and activating their imaginations. Now, in 2024, we'll be airing our 1,000th episode. To celebrate, we're inviting every member of the Odyssey family to join us for one grand party. This spectacular two-day event is packed with fun and excitement for Adventures in Odyssey fans of every age. Partygoers will enjoy an unmatched immersive experience into the town of Odyssey, meet and greets with cast and crew, Q&A sessions, trivia contests, and more. The party is topped off with a live episode recording starring fan-favorite characters. It's all happening on August 2nd and 3rd in beautiful Colorado Springs, Colorado. Tickets for One Grand Party are going fast. Learn more at OneGrandParty.com.